Hello, and welcome back to the Spoiler Cast, the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. And uh, Merry Christmas is too early to say, but Happy, Happy December! Happy Holidays, I suppose. Yeah. This is our first Christmas episode of the um, year. Of the year, of course. We've yeah. done Christmas episodes before. We, we've done Christmas <laughs> episodes before, and we're always going to do Christmas episodes. Oh, yes. And. If you want to listen to some exclusive Christmas episodes we did last year where we covered the entire Home Alone franchise, you should check out patreon.com slash don't make a scene because we didn't release all the episodes uh, as free episodes. Some of them were Patreon exclusive, yes, so check that out. Yes, and there will be some Patreon exclusives this year as well, obviously. Of course, of course. Good. But, um, yeah. We have been doing a lot of horror movies this year. Uh, not only did we do, of course, the whole Halloween thing, but j- just in general, there's been a lot of horror movies this year. A lot of good horror movies, <laughs> yes. a lot of bad horror movies. It's almost to the point where this has become a horror movie podcast, which it is. We'll, no, we'll no, always no. do other stuff as well. There's, you but, know, we've had some, some actions and comedies thrown in there. Yeah, but we thought we would actually continue the horror movie um, train, you know, for December, because there are a surprising amount of Christmas-themed horror movies. Oh, yes. Yeah, and we thought we would start with one of the more famous slash infamous. So today, we are talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night. But before that, yes? you are, of course, Tobias. Oh, right. The My host. name is Tobias. <laughs> And with me, as always, is my sister and trusty co-host, Rebecca. Hello, and welcome to the Hello. episode. <laughs> um, so, talking about... Oh, sorry. Hello. Um, talking <laughs> about um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. You had not seen it before, right? No. I've heard the heard title everywhere, if you like, but I've never actually seen it. And I didn't realize it was a movie from 1984. Yeah. Well, there are... There are a bunch of sequels, and there sure. was a uh, remake in 2012, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's like, I think there's like one called Silent Night, Bloody Night, I'm sure there's a bunch of, you know, um, Place on variations the word, yeah. on the name, yeah, but the, from what I understand, this is like the original, you know. Yes. Um, I had, I had seen it before, long, long time ago, um, in my youth, in my youth, um, and I'd always, you know, I'd always enjoyed it, but it wasn't like a movie I returned to every Christmas or anything. I just thought it was, a, you know, a fun, silly slasher movie. Um, but then a couple of years ago, uh, I think 2019, or even 2018, I bought the uh, Studio 101 Special Edition um, that they released, where they released Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 and 2 as a pack, with a bunch of extras and stuff. Um... So and that was and then I re I rewatched it that Christmas for the first time in like years, um, and I had a, a whole new perspective on this movie, which I'm interested in hearing what you what you thought of the movie because because um, yeah my, my my perspective might not be the same as yours I don't know though so let's actually let's just get into it <laughs> enough talking around it let's just let's just get into it what did you think of Silent Night Deadly Night Rebecca I I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, not just because it's a silly slasher, but because it's it's like a fun commentary on on uh, 
Christmas in general, like how a lot of people are depressed and going through tough times. And there's the there's commentary on religion. There's commentary on like punishing children and and having these weird traditions of having oh if you don't if you're not nice all year Christmas uh, Santa's not gonna give you a toy or in this case he's gonna punish you. Yeah. There's, there's so many like random well not random but so many so many details and, and layers to it but it's, it's it's fantastic unfortunately it looks a bit cheap yes it is very cheap that, yeah. that's, uh, that's that's one of the problems of the movie but i i'm glad you you uh you saw that because i i i'm in the same camp i think this is <laughs> like secretly kind of genius yeah i love um, the script i i kind of though want it remade now with better but a better budget and better actors because yeah, i wanted to have like a, have the full experience it's kind yeah. of ruined by some of the acting to be fair and i i was actually thinking of, i've thought of it before but i i thought of it now as I, as I was watching it like this is one of those movies that probably deserves like a proper remake yeah. i haven't seen the 2012 remake i think it's, uh, I'll, I'll check it out this is this that what we're doing season, for but... patreon though um, I'm not sure. We've been doing some 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 reschedulings for yeah. Christmas. So sure maybe, maybe we'll for, see. Yeah, well, well, we may, may maybe we'll do the 2012 yeah. for Patreon. Yeah, um, because I I like I said I haven't, I haven't heard anything about that movie. I just know it exists. So I don't I don't know if that movie understands this original or if it's just going for like the campy stuff. <laughs> the slash. Um, the slasher, slasher and elements, the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because because that's what's so interesting about this movie, how it differentiates itself so much from other uh, contemporary slasher movies. Oh yeah, like this this movie is not focused at all on the victims; it's focused solely on the killer. Yes. Um, and we and instead of him just being like you know like Jason Voorhees, um, or 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 I don't know the the fucking Ghostface killer. Well, he has. There's reasons, a bunch of whatever. them, and they all have reasons. Yeah, like we actually get a a look into the the mind of the killer. We we actually understand why he's doing what he's doing. We even get the origin story, technically, what like yeah. baked into this. And then, fast forwarding ten years, here's the result. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I think I think that's very interesting. Because, you know, the the easy route would be to have, you know, a bunch of teenagers, like, sneaking away to have a Christmas party, and then just a crazy Santa coming to kill everyone. Yeah. Which that's I the, feel the... has been done somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it has. Uh, but instead, yeah, this focuses on on Billy. Billy! Um, or William, and, um, as Mother Superior yeah. continues to call him. <laughs> It is, yeah. It, f- it feels more like a a uh, yeah a movie about trauma and yeah. Uh, it's, it's almost a psychoanalysis of him not having having been able to to um, assess his trauma and like go through it and and move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's like there's like, I mean, we don't really get the movie isn't that long. It's like an hour and nineteen. Yeah, like an hour and fifteen without the credits, basically. Um, and I don't think we get to the actual killings until an, like 40 minutes into the movie. Before Something that, like it's that. All, yeah, it's all build up. I mean, you get the parents um, dying, obviously, but that's that's about it. Yeah, but that's 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 part of, of, of uh, uh, exploring Billy as a character, yeah, yeah, as a person. Um, 
and I, I I like how how all the um, all the situations that Billy gets into they're not just like random stuff just you know for shock value. I mean they are shocking all the things yes. like his father getting murdered, his his mother getting raped and murdered. Yeah. Um, and then of course the, the 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 physical and mental abuse by the the nuns at the orphanage, and you know them not understanding his his uh, his trauma. Yes. Um. So you have all these moments, and they, they manage to bake in, like you said. There, there is all the, the the killings. There's all the boobs and butts. It's all of the <laughs> stuff you want from a slasher, but it all also adds to the character. Yeah. It never feels um. It never feels superfluous. Uh, uh, super, superfluous, right? There's a there's a, a there's a there's a there's a reason for it all, except I guess for the uh, the Linnea Quigley scene. The one with the pool table and the uh, reindeer. Yeah, it's, um, it's a little bit, it, it's like it's a little bit random. Like, how did he? That's a, how did that's he the find one, them? Yeah, that's the one like pure slasher movie scene. I think in the movie. Yeah. But I mean, my cat is that, going crazy. That's what it is, you know? <laughs> oh? Yes. No, my sorry, my cat is going crazy. She's killing everything here. <laughs> but that's. What's what's funny then about the movie is that at at the time that this was released, um, it was being like uh, uh, like hated on. Well, I mean, I understand why because it's destroying the you know Christmas tradition yeah. of having Santa as a killer. Because that I'm that had really never been done before in movies. No, probably not. <laughs> um, and I know that this movie was it was it it became um it became like a. a, a not a, not an international thing, but a, but a, you know it was a widespread like news thing, like people protesting this movie, um, and and film critics like I mean Gene Siskel of Siskel and Ebert, literally in his review like read up all the names of the production uh, companies and the, the the producers and the filmmaker and like these are the bad people that are destroying Christmas shame on you he literally says. As a film critic. <laughs> well, I mean, Metacritic ha- only has five reviews, and yeah. the 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 meta score is thirty one. Thirty one, yeah, I know. With the lowest one being uh, twenty and the highest two being fifty. Yeah, and I don't know if any of these are written at the time. Yeah, the the Los Angeles Times, Michael Wilmington oh, gave it a twenty. Yeah, March nineteen eighty six. So 86. it's pretty much. Yeah, at the time. It's fairly safe to predict that Silent Night, Dead and Night will start making worst movies of all time lists almost immediately. It has all the prerequisites. A roaringly bad idea. Oh, Derivative me. script writing. Really? Where? Tastelessness. I mean, not more than any other no. slasher movie. Naked opportunism, maybe. Uh, A cast full of actors who mug, gesticulate, and savor every rotten line. That's true. Like yeah, you mentioned, sure. the acting yeah, is the not acting great. Is not great. <laughs> A general, we're only in this for the money attitude, visible in every sloppy frame. And that's that's where I think um the the subjective part of, of, of criticism is coming in into the review. Because it's not sloppily made it's not we're only in this for the money, because then it would be just a cheap thrills regular slasher movie, which this isn't. It is a character study. Yeah. So I, I I think this was unfairly criticized because it yeah it, it kind of attacked Christmas 
and it did it during like uh, the Reagan administration, which was a, like a low point for for uh, for America. Also, I um, mean, like you said, Christmas hasn't really been criticized before that by then. Nowadays, yeah. we all know the hypocrisy of, of Christmas in general, of, of yeah, Santa exactly. Claus and all that stuff. So it's it's a nice tw- nice twist now, but yes, in the eighties, probably not. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. So <sighs> I, I'm not yeah, sure. I, some of them, I'm, I'm, the Washington Post gave it a forty. <laughs> I don't know if it's the wording or if they're just stupid, but. Silent Night, Deadly Night takes off from the notion that Santa Claus is an axe murderer. Well, no. But people dressed as Santa Claus is. Yeah, exactly. But it never quite lives up to the delicious perversity of of its premise, an idea this shocking has to be earned. Instead, director Charles Sutter Jr. gives us another casually constructed splatterflake that has more to do with morbid arithmetic. Yeah. Than movies. The body counts. Yeah, than movies. Yeah, which, once again, it's not really true because there are movies with more, uh, higher body count than yeah. this. There are movies with a lot more gore, a lot more, nudity. you know, explicit, like, sex and nudity. Yeah. Um, I, I really just think this was, uh, yeah, it's the subject matter. Yeah. And I, and I know that, um, uh, the woman who plays, um, Mother Superior, whatever her name is, She's like fairly, uh, Lillian Chauvin. Yeah, um, she uh, she she has mentioned mentioned like in later years in in, in interviews and stuff that she thinks the movie would have been uh, better received if they had not focused on selling it as a Santa killer movie and selling it as a you know a, a a horror movie that takes a psychological horror movie that takes place during Christmas instead. Yeah. But that was that was the whole thing, and I think that's also part of why why um, why people didn't didn't take this movie because the trailers, all the trailers, all the TV spots, all the radio spots, we don't have those anymore. <laughs> um, they all focused on um, the the shocking imagery of Santa Claus with a bloody axe or yes. a bloody knife. That was the big selling point. So yes. Um, but I mean that in, is the shock value the movie, of selling it. Yeah, so exactly. But I but 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 then watching the movie, it should become you know pretty quick. Quickly, it should be pretty evident that that that's not really what the movie is about. But that is just that just that is just part of the psychological trauma. Yeah. That Billy has gone through his entire life. I don't know. Um, but hey, I mean, it took me like. Ten years to figure that out, so well. I, I well, guess I can't. Uh, <laughs> Am expect, I superior you know, then? Because I figured it out straight away. <laughs> well, you were you were much older than yeah, I was I the guess. first time I saw it. I guess. So I'll, I'll I'll blame it on that. Sure. I was young. I was like thirteen when I saw it the first time. Um, the only thing I found really like really dumb in this movie <sighs> is um, the original killer the the santa robber and his choice to randomly shoot and then um sort of rape and then slit the mother's throat it's just he went from robbing a convenience store to killing people straight away he is that is also very like it's it's definitely um a, a a shocking way to start your movie to have Santa kill and rape your your parents, you know. 
Um, it's it's very harsh. Um, and I'm sure that also like turned away a lot of people right away. Like, oh, this is how they're going to start their movie, and you know, it kind of turning the audience against you. Um, but it is, you know, it is what creates this trauma in Billy's head. Yeah, so. sure, sure. But I just feel like like opening up with him being just a convenience store robber and a gun feels a bit weird. Have him be something more before he just turns into killing people, or just show us him killing people. Don't have him be. A, random robber on Christmas Eve because that that's just odd it feels like such a leap to go from robbing a place to killing people in like the span of what two hours yeah I mean sure desperate people in desperate times and stuff like that but Jesus Christ that was a, bit, that was a little bit odd and I didn't like um, how abrupt the, the time jumps felt yeah, they really, they really had to, you know, fast forward a lot to get yeah. to, to his, to when he's eighteen. I feel like this movie could actually benefit from being a little bit longer and adding a few in betweeners in those years. Yeah, sure. Especially like the bef- movie is- until the ten year jump, like that. That jump was a bit too big. Yeah, and it's it's uh like I said, it's not very long. So yeah, it could definitely have been a little longer. They could have fleshed it out a little more. Yeah, and make the yeah make the transitions a little uh, less jarring. But also, like that's probably where 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 I don't know if it's the director or the producer <laughs> or whatever. But I'm sure they came in like no 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 get to the killings faster. We gotta get to the yeah, murders faster probably. faster faster. So and I so I understand that as well. I, I do. I just you know it would have helped probably. Yeah. Well, once again, that's why we need a a, a uh, proper a remake. remake. A proper remake. And may- maybe we have, like I said, maybe we have. Yeah, we should. <laughs> let's 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 put that on the table. We're gonna do uh, the uh, the the twenty twelve remake as the patron episode. Yeah, we need so to we do that because I need to see if they fucked it up by just doing boobs and blood, or if they actually kept the psychological um, assessment in it all and. The trauma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Though I don't, I don't really understand how he snapped that quickly when he uh, figured out that Andy and Pamela were unwillingly getting it on. I suppose. Yeah. I, well, I, 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 I think it's, I, I think it's, it's, um. What do you call it? I think it's properly like te- telegraphed in in advance, because there there was a, there's a bunch of stuff leading up to it. Christmas 1984, like that's when he starts working in the store, um, and there's like this this series of events that leads to him snapping. Yeah, you know? yeah, I it, guess, I guess. Uh, it might be a little abrupt. Yeah, sure, but I also I also think once again like time constraints and. Producers wanting to get to the killing faster. Um, I think they did a good enough job of it. Like, first of all, you know, him working in a toy shop around Christmas, not a good idea because they're going to focus a lot on Santa and presents and stuff. Um, that's, that was her first mistake. <laughs> yeah. and, then the, and then the fact that he has to literally become Santa. He becomes the thing that killed and raped his family and the thing he has feared his yeah. entire life. And on top of that, his boss put like shoving alcohol in his face, so he's drunk. 
Um, and then he sees this this violent sexual act between whoever they are, the the stock guy and the girl. Yeah. Um, and the girl he has obviously had some sort of interest in. Yeah, obviously and conflicted feelings because all he knows is that the the thing that adults do, you know, together when they're naked, that's a naughty thing. That's all that's he knows. Punishable. He doesn't know what sex is. Yeah. All he knows is that Mother Superior beat the kids who were naked together. Yeah. And she told him that what they did was naughty. And you can't be naughty because then Santa's going to punish you. So he's obviously very, very confused. Oh, yes. Add, alco- add alcohol to the situation and his past trauma. And yeah, I, I think his no, that's snapping true, that's is true. pretty justified. <laughs> and I, and I, also, I also don't like because at first you're... You're almost thinking like maybe he'll just he'll he'll be one of those that he'll only kill you know the bad ones. So you think like because it almost looks like he is sort of saving her at first. Yes, but then but then he turns on her as well because she was naughty as well. She was naked he, too. Yeah, he doesn't discern you know, um, so he just kills her as well. Ah, uh, and that and that of course continues. The the only ones he does spare are the ones that are nice, the little girl in the in the house. Yeah, because he asks. He, I mean, he's about to kill her. He pulls a knife on her, but then he's like, "No, I've been good all year." And he's like, "Okay, then you're fine," because that's all that matters. Like, have you been naughty or nice? That's what it's been. It's been imprinted in 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 and on his brain. Yeah, I mean, he does. He does leave uh, the the kids with the sleighs. The, the dark-haired yeah, boys, the first ones. Because exactly. you can hear yeah. him in the background. But then they're See, not yeah. doing anything bad, so he's going to leave him be. But then, you know, the blonde boys comes around and they... Yeah. They steal the... and they bully and then you deserve to die. Wait, does he kill the second one? Uh, yes, he does. It's like he jumps out like, ha-ha! All right, 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 the yeah. head roll. But sure, we don't actually right. see him kill him, but... We can we can we can assume uh, assume he kills him, yeah. Um, that <laughs> uh, just to go into like nitpicking and stuff. Uh, that scene is very funny because first of all, those boys they look like they're like in their late teens, early twenties. The first boys, yeah. Um, but they're they're, they're obviously at least supposed to be like sixteen or something. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to be like young kids who's going for a sleigh ride on Christmas Eve. You're like, okay, whatever. You need older older actors to fill those yeah, roles. Yeah, yeah. But then the older bullies, who I'm guessing are supposed to be teenagers, they look like they're like 34 years old or something. They look <laughs> Especially like the, the main bully dude. Yeah. <laughs> he looks really old. Um, But at least, hey, kudos, at least they had real snow. They waited for yeah. Christmas or winter to actually film it. I'll give him that, because yeah. I watched... I don't remember which one it was. I watched, you know, the, one of those Hallmark classic um, <laughs> Christmas movies. Oh, and yeah. The snow is literal shaving foam. <sighs> it's so dumb. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of movies that does that, of course. Yeah. And, I, and I, I know there's, like, fake snow in one scene when it starts snowing outside of the store. But other than that, yeah, it looks like it's it's all real snow. Yeah. Especially, even... especially towards the end, because the, the, they're probably, like, shooting in, like, mid-January or something when the kids are supposed to be outside having a snowball fight so there's like these little brown patches yeah. of snow left and like hee they're playing in the snow so Jesus. yeah kudos for them to, for actually using real snow <laughs> which I guess also is a budget thing though it yes, saves some money <laughs> 
We can't we can't buy fake snow. We'll just wait for real snow. All right. Everyone's yeah. standing around. Uh, yeah, we're having a week hiatus. There's no snow. <laughs> <laughs> There's snowing. Snowing. We're shooting now. <laughs> Run. Yeah. It's that it's a it's that classic uh I don't know classic but um there's a f- uh, somewhat famous uh uh shot of uh, Ingmar Bergman when they're filming uh, I think it's Fanny Alexander I'm not sure where he was he's just standing around looking at the sky through his little like thing you know that makes it look like he's looking yeah. through the camera um and he's just waiting for the right clouds and he's just standing, everyone's just waiting for him. I don't know how long, but the scene is like three minutes long. Or something. <laughs> and then when he sees the right cloud, he's like, No, let's fucking go! Shoot, shoot, shoot! <laughs> Natural lighting at its peak. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <sighs> <sighs> we mentioned that the acting was bad. Yes, but I have to say, I have to say, despite um, the guy playing Billy at 18, Robert Ryan Wilson, being a terrible actor... It kind of works once he's snapped. I don't yeah. mind his monotone, monotone going naughty, naughty. punish. Naughty. It's, it's it works. Yeah, he sells the role definitely. Yeah, and you know, on top of that, it's it's interesting to have like he's a he's a pretty boy, he's muscular, he's young, and he's the snapped murderer. Yeah. Not yeah, like the he, crazy drunk or, or you know the, the some creepy dude. Yeah. yeah, the 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 bullied kid or something. No, no, this is just a strapping young man who had a fucked up childhood. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I said the exact same thing when I was watching. He's a strapping young lad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Which once again adds to the what what makes this different from, yeah. from a, a, a regular slasher. It it felt refreshing somehow. Yes. Which is weird to say about a movie from 1984. <laughs> yes, yes. <Do> you, <laughs> I'm joking, but do you know what it feels like? This feels like elevated horror. <laughs> I mean, in a it way... Because the genre, but they did something more with it. In a way, and considering it's in the 80s, yeah. Yeah, I'll give yeah. them that. Yeah. They were way ahead of their time. And Definitely. budget, obviously. <laughs> yeah. God damn it! I oh, it's a shame almost because this is this was too this was too early. It was too early for its time. It did it would have worked perfectly being done now for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because I actually recently saw um, what's it called? A movie called Slumber Party Massacre. Which I, which I, I just, I just put on one night because you know I wanted to watch something stupid, you know, I, you know, a, a, a slasher movie. Um, but it's kind of funny because that was also that came out like eighty two, so it was two years before this, and it was almost like before the slasher genre became a thing. I mean, it it had just started the year before with uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, which we Night- really started off this. Craze. Yeah, I was about to say Nightmare on Elm Street, but no, no, that was eighty four, same year as this movie. Yeah. Um, um, but that movie as well, in- instead of just being like a bunch of, because that's how they're selling it, of course, a bunch of scantily clad college girls, Obviously. Or high school girls, it's a being party. murdered at a, at a slumber party. Yeah, exactly. Instead, that movie focuses so much time, not on the actual killings, but on the aftermath of the killing, like the immediate like aftermath and, and, and how... Um, uh, how 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 the victims deal with uh, with uh, well, yeah the immediate trauma, not the like 
the, the trauma that comes years afterwards, but the immediate trauma of being chased by a serial killer. Yeah. And and that the serial killer is not some like mask wearing maniac. It's just it's just a, a guy in a, in a jean jacket with a drill. Oh. Um. Who's who's just insane? Like it it adds it's it adds this um mundane quality to it, which is a Maybe it's a bad choice of words, but I mean, it feels more real somehow. It's it's not a big hulking guy in a in a hockey mask. It's just a guy a dude. with a drill who yeah. kills people. Yeah. Um, and I loved how that just like this, yeah, focused more on, um, yeah, the aftermath and and or and on what you know, not so much what drives someone to kill, but uh, in that movie, like uh, drives someone to want to survive. You know how how. How how you deal with a situation like this? Um, so it's it's uh, it's fun to see that there were actually like quality horror movies back in the eighties as well, because as we know, eighties was like that's where horror not died, but it was the it was the beginning of the end for horror movies. We've talked about that, yeah, before. <laughs> because we had the, uh, the 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 tidal wave of bad slasher movies. So it's 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 good to talk about the good ones like this and Slumber Party Massacre, um, and that's also kind of funny because it I think for a long time this movie was like forgotten it 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 was it was a victim of cancel culture <sighs> oh before cancel culture was a thing <laughs> yeah um, because you know you had all these. These groups, you know, parents against maniac <coughs> movies or whatever they called it. It was like this, this, what? this, this angry Facebook group before Facebook was a thing. <laughs> um, that was like what trying to ban children? it. Yeah, literally. Won't someone think of the children? Yeah, literally. <laughs> and like I mentioned, Gene Siskel like shaming the producers of the movie. And yeah. People, people trying to get it. Um, yeah, trying to get it out of out of uh, theaters. Out of theaters. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, let me just pull up because a lot of this was on the documentary of that Blu-ray bot, but you can I can just read here in the uh, the, the trivia probably uh, the trivia yeah um, <laughs> I want to point out random trivia just before we do that the yeah. the 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 youngest versions of the kids of yeah. Billy and and uh, Ricky I think the brother's name is right mm-hmm. I think they're siblings in oh. real life because it's um uh, no I lost him Jonathan Best. Being Billy and Melissa yeah. Best being infant Ricky. Oh, inf- oh, the little the little baby. Yeah, the, the one who the cries. Fat baby. Yeah. <laughs> Poor um, child. <laughs> yeah. He, here's yeah. Here here's one of them. The founders of Citizens Against Movie Madness, Cam, <laughs> the group uh, formed to protest this film, hoped to use the victory that they secured in getting Silent Night that night pulled. To challenge the film industry on the amount of violence for other films as well. However, the group would fall apart shortly after this film was pulled, and would never live up to its founders' dreams. So yeah, they managed to get this removed from from cinemas. Oh, um, yeah, but oh, when it, it. when it was in theaters, it briefly outgrossed the the Nightmare on Elm Street by around one hundred sixty one thousand dollars. So the play, yeah. the film was playing in more than twice as many theaters as Nightmare Before the. The, the gross fell about 45%. But it's yeah. because this one, by the second weekend, basically was pulled from the theaters. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, here it is. To protest the film, 
uh, Gene Siskel read out loud the names of the companies that owned the dis- that owned distributor TriStar Pictures on his Ro- and Roger Ebert's television show. Then said, "Shame on you!" <laughs> oh my God. Um, there was something else I read. Right, because here's the thing: like it, for many, many years, it was never showed because nobody wanted to see it. it would, you know, you ruined Christmas. We don't want it. Uh, but here, producer Ira Barmack had to buy back the distribution rights to the film after TriStar pulled the film from theaters amidst the controversy. TriStar also rescinded deals with RCA Columbia for home video and HBO for cable distribution. So, like, it was oh, it wasn't even available God. for a long time. At a 2014 screening with Beyond Fest and Death Waltz Records, executive producer Dennis Whitehead stated that the main reason for pulling the film may have actually been because Columbia TriStar was owned by Coca-Cola, and they wanted to avoid offending the company since Christmas was a major advertising holiday for the product. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Coca-Cola basically they created, created modern Santa. Yeah, yeah. The, the red-dressed Santa is a Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola concoction, Thing. basically. Yeah. The, um, kudos ooh. to that marketing team, though. That is a well-made uh, oh, yeah. marketing advertisement. It's fantastic. Um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, there was another group here. So kind of, I think I think it feels like an offshoot from Citizens Against Movie Madness because it's called Mothers Against Movie Madness, ma'am. <laughs> Because executive producer Scott Schneid or Schneid was invited to appear on Donahue, the talk show, along with members from MAM to discuss the film's controversy, but he turned it down. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and even uh, uh, the the director, whatever his name was, Charcellier. Uh, Charcellier, like he had he had like problems finding work after making this movie. Yeah. Which is insane. I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't. I, I get it. I, I get it. I get that it would be outrage, especially during that time. But at the same time, it's just a movie. But I mean, this is always going to happen. It's always happened, you know. In the 50s, it was, it was the devil music. Rock and roll is yeah, the devil's music. Yeah, it's poisoning your youth. Then you had, of course, the movies in, in the 70s and 80s. And then uh, in the 90s, or, or late 80s, early 90s, it was the rap music poisoning in the minds of our youth when they created the parental advisory sticker, you know? Ah, yes. Which only made people want to buy the music even more. Of course. Um, that was that was the CDs you looked for as a kid, like all the Marilyn Manson yeah, albums. Yeah, yeah. I, I started listening to Manson because like, ooh, it's dangerous music. You gotta listen to this, you know? So that that backfired. But and, 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 I mean, it's continued to this day. Um... Well, not so much nowadays, maybe. Um, but a few years ago, we had, of course, the whole the whole uh, video games is is creating yes. killers, you know, yes. with the with the GTA and and uh, even even as as uh, well, I guess it was the same time the whole scandal around uh, maybe you don't remember that, but the scandal around Mass Effect because they had sex scenes in the game, like ooh, it was depicting sex. Um, what? Which, like, no, I don't yeah, remember that. No. Uh, but you know, if you play that game, it's literally like well, 10 yeah, I remember the you sex don't see scenes. anything. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't remember the outrage though. <laughs> no, it was it was it was small, but like people were like, "Oh God, there's like naked people in this game." Like, what the yeah. hell did they think of like Tekken and stuff, where the girls are wearing nothing? Then, well, at least they're wearing clothes and they're not having sex; they're just well, I fighting. Suppose, I suppose. And that's 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 always that's always gonna be a thing. 
Violence is fine. Sex is bad, though. Yeah. Which, you know, that's always that's gonna a, confound me. I don't understand that. It's it's uh it's should be the other way around, really. You know, it's because it's depicted in the Bible. I think. Yeah, I know. I you know. can punish people, but you can't have sex. That's against God. Which and is then, a funny little note that the guy yeah. who produced this movie. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, no, the the guy who directed the movie, uh, Charles yeah. E. Salinger Jr. He ended up producing a lot of religious movies after oh, this. really? <laughs> I mean he, he did a bunch of like uh, he did a bunch of like westerns and stuff as well. Um just before this I think. And a few after. But then it's just turned into like uh Mysteries of the Ancient World and then Secrets of the Bible and uh discovering Noah's Ark, Encounters with the Unexplained, Evidence for Heaven. <laughs> like uh. Jesus Christ dude. George W. Bush faith in the White House. (laughs) (laughs) But it also kind of makes sense because because he, yeah, he was pretty much canceled after this. Yeah. And then I'm sure he was like looking for work. And then there was some guy, some some religious nut who was like, I'll take this poor lost lamb in and I'll show (laughs) him the right way. Unfortunately, all of it's like video and TV movie. Of course, of course. So he, he probably um, didn't do well. No, he even I mean, ended up like the last the last few ones are supervising producer. Yeah, well, he was. I was say it was old, but he wasn't that old. <laughs> he died uh, when he was sixty seven. So yeah, yeah, it's um, <coughs> it's uh, it it makes like it makes sense like him almost atoning for making this movie and yeah. going the complete opposite way, making a bunch of yeah Christian Christian movies. Yeah, and the writers didn't end up writing anything else. Basically, they they were involved in Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two, but that's about it. Yeah, well, that's just because I haven't seen that movie. I'm doing that this this holiday season as well for the first time. Um, that movie is basically all just footage from the first movie, oh. um, with with like inserts about the now grown up adult Ricky talking to like a psychologist or a cop or something because. He after the first movie he becomes a killer as well. Well, yeah, I mean the last thing you see is him going <laughs> yeah. naughty, naughty, yeah, which is a really good um, ending to a movie that doesn't really require a sequel, but you could make a sequel. Yeah, oh yeah. Obviously, yeah. he went crazy, and he understands what his brother's gone through now. He's a bit older. He he's starting to realize, but oh, what my brother's been saying all along has really happened to him, and look what it did to his head and. If people are naughty, they need to be punished. Yeah. And then he snaps too. <laughs> that movie, I don't know uh, if you've seen it, but it, that movie, even like before pe- people, I mean, people knew, but before I knew about the, about Silent Night, Deadly Night, um, or, or the sequel, I had seen one clip from that movie, that's like a famous internet clip. It's the guy... With the blue sweater, who just walks up to a guy who's taking out the trash, and then he just says "garbage day" and shoots the guy. Have you seen that clip? No, no, I, I, I don't, I don't think I have. Oh, okay. It was like it's a super famous, like it's on YouTube. You just, you just search for "garbage day" and you'll find it. That's from <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night Two. And I was like, <gasps> when I found out, when I found that out, I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. I have to say though, I'm going back to to Silent Night, Deadly Night a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. back to the beginning, so to speak, because I didn't expect yes. anything when I was going into this movie. I just knew Santa's a killer. That's about it. 
<laughs> yeah. So in my in my mind, I obviously went, oh, so it's a it's a deranged alcoholic old man who breaks into someone's house and decides to kill them instead because they're awake or something when he's trying yeah. to rob them, you know, a deranged Grinch or something. But no, this surprised me. I was instantly intrigued when I realized he was an adult. <laughs> When it wasn't the the child, because first I was like, oh wait, is the child going to run around killing people? But no, time jump, and then another time jump. Oh, okay. This is cool. (laughs) Would have been fun to see um, uh, eight-year-old Billy (laughs) running around killing children (laughs) for being naughty. Naughty! Yeah. But uh, it makes more sense to have a a big Santa. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, but I understand. I, I, I'm, I'm horrified about like all my friends and coworkers who have children and how they're treating their kids regarding Santa now. Like, are you, are you telling your yeah. kids that they have to be nice or Santa won't give them presents? Are they gonna become <sighs> deranged like Billy if you deny them presents because they've been bad during the year? No, I mean. Yeah, well, if, if it's a bit of an to, extreme, but yeah, like obviously the way the way Grandpa does it is, is wrong because Santa doesn't punish anyone. No, and the, that's... Whole, the whole point, you know, being naughty or nice. Uh, the point is not to not give presents to naughty children. The point is to have uh, the kids incent- behave incentivize, a little bit extra. Yeah. yeah, children to be nice. That's the whole point. Um, I, but we I'm do sure a bunch have... of kids didn't get presents because they were naughty, so to speak. But yeah. That's and a lot of it's, parents... It's a, it's a positive reinforcement thing. A lot of parents used that as an excuse when they couldn't afford it, probably, as well. Oh, which is... But, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Blame there is the, the whole Krampus thing. Yeah, of course. I mean, and... and um, we have a, like a similar our uh, the Nordic version of of Santa. Oh, also yeah, a bit the more Christmas. Uh, I don't know how you translate Yulboken. Yulboken. Yeah, I'm not actually sure. It's not the Christmas, Christmas goats, buck. But yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a goat man basically. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, it's fuck. a goat man. It's it's sort of Krampus, but more not as horrifying. <laughs> yeah, he's he's smaller and and less terrifying. Yeah, he doesn't kill people. <laughs> no, he just gives you coal if you were bad, basically. Mm, exactly. We we have the lump of coal yeah. uh, tradition. But, yeah. I Once do again, like the... that was... Yeah. Yeah, no, just, that, that's just though, to incentivize children to be nice. Yes. Um, which I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, no, 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 it's 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 fine. Especially because, you know, that's they're not in school for Christmas. It's three, in Sweden, this is three weeks of having them running around at home. <clears throat> yeah. Like, if you're not calm during this time when we have to do all the Christmas cooking and, and cleaning and keeping up and it's snowing and everyone's depressed because it's so dark outside, then you're not going to get presents. So shut up and be nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... I think yeah, yeah, well, you were no. I was just saying the tagline is is great as well. You've made it through Halloween. Now try and survive Christmas. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I actually think the the marketing was pretty good. The one thing that that tagged this movie for me is the the budget. I suppose the music. The music's kind of bad, but it's the eighties. I can't blame them. Yeah, it was it was uh, improvised by the the composer. Oh, he like sat down with a with a synthesizer and just 
He watched the movie on, on cassette, <laughs> Betamax cassette, and just made up the music. And then he, like, gave it to, to, uh, to artists. They could make, like, uh, have, you know, more instruments than just a, a yeah. synthesizer to make the music. But That's then it. it's it's he, not it's not properly remixed or anything because it's so loud at times. Yeah, I know, especially towards the end that yeah. sound. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 a victim of its time, definitely. Yes, yes, definitely. So I'm I'm glad it's. I mean, I I don't. I don't know if this has cult status because I don't hear a lot of people talking no, about it. No, I don't know either. I'm um, adding it to my letterbox now, and I'm actually gonna give it a four out of five. Because despite oh, yeah. despite having like budget issues and not the best actors in the world, it has such a good basis and yes, potential, exactly. and like the story is great, the plot is good, it, oh, great as well to be honest. I don't see how, like, I don't see a point in giving these anything less than that. No, I mean, I, this would, yeah, if it had a bit, lit, bit bigger budget, so it looked a little nicer, and yeah, it had some better actors, this would not be a 5, a five out of 5 or a 10 out of 10, because that's, you know, reserved for like, true yeah. masterpieces. But this would easily be, like, a 4.5. Like, this is as close as you get to, like, a great movie without actually watching a great movie. I think yeah. it's it's... It's criminally underrated, I think, um, because even even if you look at like um, the user score, like yeah, the meta score of course is bad because it was reviewed at the time, but even the the user rating for this is just five point eight, and I'm like, I I don't think people get this movie. I don't. I think they just see the bad campy uh, uh, slasher movie, which it which we yeah. been talking about for forty five minutes now. It's not at all. That's just that's such a small element of this movie. I'm sorry. I just read a six point a six out of ten uh, review um, <clears throat> from from 2014. Oh, <laughs> a classic to many fans of horror and independent cinema. Silent Night, Deadly Night definitely wins the award for having the most gorgeous, super nice hunk of a killer ever on screen. <laughs> I mean, if this guy came at me with an axe, I wouldn't be running. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's it's a it's a good review. Yeah. There's more to it, but that was a really good opening. <laughs> yeah, but at least this guy actually kind of gets it. Like, yeah. Because uh, he talks about Robert Brian Wilson, who went on to star many U.S. soaps, just has you hooked as the beautiful, gentle killer with this W-shaped smile that has such good reason to be the way he is. Yes. You can't help but feel sorry for him. And that's another thing. In the end, you do feel kind of sorry for him because he knows that what he's doing is bad. Yeah. Um, that's something we haven't mentioned about his... Maybe not so much his acting, but you know the character that um, you can almost tell that he is conflicted over what he's doing. Like he is punishing people for being naughty, yeah. but he knows what he's doing is being naughty. That's why he's uh, you know he's he's all sweaty and he seems like he's nervous for a lot of the time. Um, which just yeah, like you like you mentioned to me, and that it's, it's very late, and that just adds layers to the character. And then, of course, in the, the, the last words, he mentions, like, you're all, like, safe now. Santa's... This is Santa's dead. Santa's gone. Santa's gone, yeah. <coughs> it's, well, it's great. It's great I'm stuff. having a hard time finding something below a 6 out of 10. At the oh, Here we go. A 1 out of 10. Controversial but worthless slasher movie. Um, 
It was very long. The story itself is pretty sick, and within the first 20 minutes, we're hit with a near rape, swearing, but bloody killing, sex, and child abuse. Where's the child? Well, yeah, there's child abuse. And yeah. after that, I was pretty numb to everything else. There's a lot of killings, about 12, I think. Is there? Is there 12 killings? Uh, yes. Parents? Yeah, maybe, yeah. And some are actually pretty gruesome and fun, especially in uh, Linnea Quigley's. Is that the girl who gets stabbed by the stag? Yes. Yes. Um, but this film really seems to enjoy seeing innocent children being beaten or traumatized. There's only one child being beaten and traumatized, and it's Billy. Yeah. And it's not It's not exploitative. It's... All right. This it's... film actually has two scenes in which guys in Santa suits are gunned down in front of children. Yes, sure. Yeah, they're being sure. traumatized there. Right. Sure. sure. <laughs> I find scenes like that reprehensible in any sort of film. Okay. It ha- also has bad acting. Chauvin especially. I don't know if she's the worst one. A stupid script and is surprisingly dull too. The only good thing is that Robert Brian Wilson gives an okay performance as the killer Santa. Stupid script. This you see, is what a I mean. cruel, vicious, badly made slasher film that doesn't deserve all the attention it gets. It's not cruel huh. or vicious. Badly made, sure, a little bit. Yeah. But once again, he mentioned like, that the, the script is dumb. Like, it's anything it's, but dumb. It, yeah, you didn't focus on the film then. You just saw yeah. boobs and blood, and that's what exactly. you focused on. Yeah. And, oh, I right, another one. children being, seeing Santa being killed in front of them. It's a, it's a horror movie. It is a horror movie, yes. You, you, you still have to have, like, scary stuff like that. That's yeah. the whole point of a horror movie, you know? <laughs> you just, uh, you, you gotta appreciate when it tries to do something else than just that, which this yeah, movie did. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then here, I found another one from, uh, from 2003. 25th of December, 2003. Ooh. Um, doesn't give a score, but it says, actually deals with an interesting question. It isn't hard to see why this movie offended so many people. I mean, it's a slasher movie about Christmas, and it actually has Santa as the killer. However, I feel the movie deals with an interesting question. What if you suffered some traumatic event right at Christmas, and the event was somehow bound up with one of the major icons of this holiday? This is what happens to five-year-old William, who on Christmas Eve, blah, 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 blah. I was particularly impressed with the portrayal of Mother Superior, which goes against the guy you read. <laughs> um, although she was most definitely from the old school of discipline, beating children, locking them in closets, first and appearance and such... I somehow was able to believe that she was sincerely trying to do the right thing and cared about the children. That she was not simply a sadistic hag. There was also an interesting conflict between her and her younger nun who believed in gentler, more progressive methods. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. that's the whole thing also. Like, old school versus new school. Like, if if Mother Superior was... If, if the other nun was, you know, the, the Mother Superior of that, of that orphanage, you know, he would have gotten the proper care he needed. Yeah. He would have he, gone to a psychologist or therapist or whatever it's called. At least he'd been able to, to um, work through his trauma, not yeah. just be punished for acknowledging it. Exactly. With, with extreme methods. I mean, come on. Tying a kid to the bed because he has a nightmare? <laughs> yeah. That, that's not going to help anyone. No. <laughs> Um, but then he also mentions then the last part here. Um, alas, the whole thing turns rather formulaic when William puts on the Santa suit and goes on his killing spree. So as a serious exploration of the question we started with, it falls very short of what it could be. As a slasher movie, though, it's definitely above average. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Like, the last act is just a slasher movie, but it, it feels yes, like it's but- it has earned its killings yes and, and throughout it we have him so going 
naughty. He he's he is justifying what he's doing by telling them why they're being killed. He's telling them you've been <clears throat> naughty. Now you need to die. Yeah, exactly. It's not just it's not just him snapping out of nowhere. No. There's a reason for it. Yeah, he's it's justifying earned. it sort of. Yeah. Someone gave it a 2 out of 10, and the first sentence is just plain wrong, in my opinion. It's from <laughs> December in 2005. Better. A psychopathic Santa is not an original or novel premise. But it's a shocking one for sensitive souls. But in the 80s, it has to have been an original and novel premise. Yeah, at this point, Nowadays, pretty... no, sure, but... but Now we have... Yeah, oh, there are so many, yeah. so many horrible... But in the movies. 80s, obviously it was. People hated it because of it, so I mean... Yeah. you. This person didn't realize when this movie was made. Probably not. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, I'm glad you appreciated it. Yeah. I was a little worried, um, but uh, like I've mentioned before, you've become... Quite adept at a, at a in a pretty short time at uh, you know uh, analyzing movies. So I I, um, I will. I'm however, glad you, I glad you saw this movie for no 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 not not no, however no 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 no. The one thing I, I have a complaint about this one is that oh. it's not a Christmas movie for me really. It's an in between ha- uh, Halloween and Christmas more because there's no Christmas miracle, there's no, no magic, there's no wonders. I need I that that's that's a Christmas movie to me. Unless you have magic and love and happiness in the end, I'm sorry, it's not a Christmas movie. This is an in between. Yeah, this, this is, is a Christmas themed movie. Yes, it's not a Christmas. Movie. It's a yeah, transition. Sure. <laughs> yeah, which I guess all the horror films are when it comes to a Christmas themed horror film. Yeah, I don't think there are any, like, pure horror Christmas movies. No. They're all going to be a Christmas theme. Yeah. I know the, the other, like, classic one, Black Christmas, it's it's also, like, it's not a really a Christmas movie. I guess it's hard. <laughs> it's really uh, hard yeah. to make a magical Christmas movie and include blood <laughs> and death. Yeah, that, that would be... Because I have a... Uh... I was going to say, I have a bunch of ideas for Christmas movies. I don't. I have a couple of ideas for Christmas movies. But now that I'm thinking about it, like, yeah, it would be an interesting challenge to try and make a pure Christmas movie that is also a horror movie and not yeah. just a Christmas-themed movie. I mean, I guess you could. There's probably ways you can get around it. But it's it's going to be hard to make it good in both aspects. Yeah. I think the closest would be, like, Nightmare Before Christmas, which we watched recently. Yes. Um, which we were uh, supposed to make an episode about. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It might we, still come. We, I don't know. <laughs> we haven't mentioned that yet, but yeah, you, uh, if you're listening to this when it comes out, it's been two weeks since the last episode. But um, <laughs> life got in the way. I'm blaming the snowstorm. Well, that as well, um, because it was hard to get home from work. And yeah. as you all know, at this point, I recently or a while back. Started working in retail, which means that this last week, last couple of weeks, was Black Friday times. Yes, and, and in Sweden, that lasts for over a week. Yeah, and for some it reason. was fucking insane. I don't want to make excuses here, but I literally came home, like, blacked out, woke up, and went back to work for, <laughs> for like, six straight days the last week. And on top of that, we actually had a snowstorm, so... <laughs> yeah. So sorry for not releasing an episode last week, but uh, now here in uh, in the in the end of the year, December, Christmas time, 
we're going we're going we're going all the way yes um all the way up until christmas eve um yeah and then we'll take a short break of course before we start up again in like the end of january beginning something of like that yeah. yeah yeah we'll have to make up our plans and stuff but yeah i think that's it for today that's gonna have to be it yeah thank you so much uh for listening and if you have uh if you've never heard of this movie or if you've avoided it because you heard it's bad check it out oh, yes. it's a great it's a great horror movie yeah um it doesn't deserve all the bad uh, bad uh, criticism it's got no sure like you mentioned uh, it it suffers from budgetary restraints and bad acting but other than that it's it's a uh, 10 out of 10 yeah uh, story is so, great yeah so check it out Yes. And of course, uh, check out the patron exclusive episode where we'll talk about the uh, the remake, the 2012 remake, to see if they understood it. We'll probably also talk a little bit about uh, the the sequel because yes. it kind of deals with the same themes as the first movie. So uh, check that out on Patreon.com/slash/DontMakeASeen. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye. The spoiler cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is hosted by Tobias Vidin and Rebecca Vidin. Produced and directed by Tobias Vedin. Executive producer is Annika Vedin and Laura Kinney. Also a huge shout out to all our patrons. Laura Kinney, Mom, Dad, Mom and Mac. If you want to join our Patreon, check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Get exclusive episodes, commentary tracks and much, much more. Support independent podcasting.